Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today. A show coming to you through a wire. Look at this wire. This is how the this is how the show's happening. Yes, I have a wire too. My, it's my way down there, Greg. though. <laughs> a pair of wires. <laughs> That's what the show is. A pair of wires. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there in the bunker, making us sound good. It's the Duchess of the Dorks. It's Ashley Pickle. Ashley. Yes. What time did you go to bed last night? 12.30 or 1, probably. Okay. See, last night... Went to bed at ten thirty. First Look time, at you. probably. Probably, I was, I was, like, I would be a dead person if I hadn't done that. Right. Sometimes it's worth it to just go ahead and recharge like that, and then you'll stay up way later the next night, getting all the work that you would have gotten done anyway. So I think the number is eight. I think I can stack up eight late nights in a row. Mm-hmm. I, I can stack up eight late nights in a row, but then it's like at that point I am I am I'm a dead person. Yeah. And so um, I'll tell you what though. That night of sleep that you just pass out and sleep. I mean that's the best sleep you ever get. I I will do the same thing where I can go and go and go and go, but there is one night where it's like at nine I can tell. Oh, I'm starting to fade. I'm gonna go pass out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Yeah, I get that. I had to, I had to, to, I had to catch up, play a little catch up. Uh, today is Wednesday, May thirteenth, twenty twenty. Ooh, it's Wednesday the thirteenth. Hundred ninety-seven days till Thanksgiving. Episode nine fifty-eight. Nine fifty-eight. The number of games Buddy Bell played in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, Rob Hadaway, Meese, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, guys. Hi, friends. On today's show, we're going to have This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers. We're going to talk about uh, closing the book on the class of 2020 uh, with uh, what feels like probably the last, uh, at least, FBS signee. Um, We'll talk about that and many other things in the world of recruiting with Greg Powers, an actual athlete, coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, let's talk a little bit about the new thing we got going to TexasFootball.com. 
mm-hmm. our mascot madness uh, presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance uh, with lovely graphics from Ashley Pickle. Thank you. Um, and so uh, we'll talk about that coming up here at the back half of the program. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cancel tomorrow's show. We'll be back Friday, but I've got a ton cool. to do. And it's like, yeah. you know, I can we're, use so we're, an we're extra off tomorrow. hour. We will, we will be back Friday. Perfect. Uh, but I just, just FYI. Um, okay. So a little bit earlier today, uh, per usual, uh, it is our Wednesday. It's a tradition unlike any other. It's like the Masters, right? It's a tradition unlike any other. It's This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers. We caught up with him to talk about all things recruiting. Here is our Jim Nance, Greg Powers, next <laughs> athlete on Texas football God. today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Delay with Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Powers, how you doing? Great. Just holding up over here, waiting for football to start. Yes. All of us just waiting for football to start, staring out the window, uh, dreaming. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise, we're going small school uh, to Wall America. Uh, Wall 2021 offensive guard Tate Williams uh, picked up a Big 12 offer this week from Baylor and said, oh, you know what? Sounds good to me. And committed to the Bears. Uh, this guy is uh, at the 3A level, a walking mismatch at 6'4", 265. Uh, this guy, I got to see him last year as part of the Texas Football Days a promotion with Fox Sports Southwest uh, when they played at Mason. And the size of this man is quite impressive. Um, uh, you can tell what has Baylor interested in him. This is one of those really cool recruiting stories as well because there wasn't a whole lot of buzz out there around Tate Williams uh, before he made his commitment to Baylor. I would think that maybe he didn't even have any recruiting profiles out there, even though he had picked up a few offers from schools like UTSA, Texas State, and Rutgers uh, before making that uh, Baylor commitment and getting that offer. So it's a unique story. And um, watching some of the media that he did this week, he's a very well-spoken student athlete as well. So it was really fun to watch him call Baylor his dream offer and have an opportunity opportunity, uh, to play at his dream school. And you can watch his tape and you you can quickly and easily see that he's out there mauling dudes. Um, He had 101 pancake blocks. That's a lot of pancake blocks for one season. That means he's having multiple, multiple pancake blocks Per game so he's just a lot of fun to watch does he need to refine his areas uh in pass pro as he has the college sure uh but i think there's a lot of potential there with tate williams yeah what's really interesting is that so he's coming from wall wall runs the flex bone offense um they i would need to look it up i don't know the stats in front of me i would bet they threw the ball less than 100 times last year i mean this is not you know this is not a team that that airs it out so i think that's interesting and 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 uh obviously uh, Baylor's doing at least a small bit of projection by saying we are confident that we can improve his skill set in something that he just plain and simple hasn't been required to do. Right. And, you know, he'll probably move inside at the next level. So he'll be protected by his center and a tackle anyway as he learns um, pass protection when he arrives at the next level. So I don't think that there's going to be a huge issue there. He's big, he's uh, got a great wingspan, huge hands. Uh, a lot of building blocks there for Baylor. 
And I'll also point out they picked up two other big-time commitments this week in uh, three-star wide receiver Roderick Daniels from Duncanville, who is a speed demon, and defensive end Cooper Lands from Denton Geyer, who was probably one of the premier players on one of the top teams in the state last year. So a good, strong week on the recruiting trail for the Baylor Bears. Let's get to our commit of the week. And normally we would be talking about the class of 2021, uh, but uh, we have some news. Uh, as in the class of 2020, I think we can finally close out the class of 2020. Uh, as Galena Park North Shore running back Zach Evans, the uh, boy saga is over, at least for now, as he has uh, enrolled at, this was a report from uh, 24-7 Sports and later confirmed, uh, that he has enrolled at TCU. Um this is a surprise. Like I'm just, I'm just going to open it up and just like, we've talked a lot about Zach Evans and how good he is that he's just a, a really, really good running back. Um, I'm just going to open it up to you. And like, what do you make of this whole situation? Well, I mean, first off, I'm happy that TCU and Zach Evans could find a fit with one another as, um, He's a prospect who could be a game-changing type of weapon in the TCU offense. Uh, They have some guys to replace uh, at running back. They have some good running backs there already. Uh, But Zach Evans is a generational type of talent. He's the highest-rated recruit Gary Patterson ever signed or had attend TCU since he's been the head coach there. So that kind of tells you uh, the type of talent that Zach Evans is bringing to the table. He was the under Armour All-America game, MVP helped lead his team to a win after rushing for 64 yards and a touchdown on national television uh, back in January. Uh, he's helped North Shore win countless games, and he has 4.51 verified laser time 40-yard dash speed uh, to go with the 200, 210-pound frame at five foot eleven. So, really, he brings a wealth of skills to the TCU offense, and pairing him with a young quarterback there – I think if things go right, uh, TCU could be pretty special in the Big 12. And, and I think that obviously there's going to be a lot of talk, and I think rightfully so, um, about some of the red flags surrounding Zach Evans. Like, the, he does not come to TCU context-free. Uh, this is a guy who uh, reportedly had signed with Georgia, and then Georgia backed out of it has been kind of mired in this purgatory here. We were, we hadn't heard really anything for, for a couple months. Uh, you go back to the state championship game where he uh, was held out of the game. Um, this is a guy who does not come to TCU context free. And I think what, what I think is, is interesting. And I, and, and someday somebody will write the full story about the Zach Evans recruiting story, because it seems like, even though it feels like we know a lot, there have got to be a lot of things about this story that we don't know that led to the fact that we're sitting here now on May 13th edition of this week in recruiting, talking about Zach Evans committing as opposed to during an early signing period or during national or on national signing day. Uh, it's a, it was a long winding road uh, for, uh, for Zach Evans to take to, to Fort Worth. I agree with that, but I, I, all I can speak on is my personal interactions with Zach Evans as he was going through the recruiting process. When I had the opportunity to interview him or sit down with him to talk about what was going on, he was always a yes, sir, no, sir type of guy with me. 
you could tell that he had plenty of confidence in his abilities, and he should because he's the number one rated uh, running back in what I consider the best state for football talent in the nation, uh, playing for the top team. You know, so Zach Evans is a great running back, and I believe that Zach Evans knows he's a great running back, and that's the way he carries himself. And I think if you're looking at the picture there, sometimes that rubs people the wrong way. But if he can get into TCU, make plays, and not be a headline, um, then this is going to be a home run type of scenario for both parties because I think that he fits in well with that offense, and I think that he will be the type of guy that can move the needle for TCU on the national level. TCU is getting a special talent. That is not up for dispute. Um, we're going to now our underclassman of the week here on This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, an XL athlete. Uh, get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF today. Um, our underclassman of the week, we're going to Manville, another program that's no stranger to putting out prospects. Their 2022 linebacker, Justin Medlock, got six offers this week, and these were not like little offers. He got offers from uh, Ohio State, LSU, TCU, USC, Oregon, and Texas Tech. That's a week. Yeah, not a bad week. Justin Medlock. <laughs> yeah, not a bad week at all. I'll take, I'd take that, I think, and just be happy that those would be my offers for the entire recruiting process, but he mixed those six in with 13 other offers. So now he's up to 19 offers. He's one of the most heavily pursued linebacker recruits in the entire country in the class of 2022. And he is one of these guys who really stood out at the next level athlete, uh, Texas top 100 event in Houston back in January. Um, he's a linebacker who has great instinct. He gets to the football quickly. He reads and diagnoses the plays very quickly and he has the type of skill set, I think, that can fit into any defensive scheme. And I think that's why you're seeing his offer list really take off. He could play inside. He could play outside. He's fast enough to cover, and he's strong enough to shed blocks. So he's a uh, versatile linebacker who can fit in at really any pro- with any program. And I think the offers are just going to keep pouring in for him because of that fact. I had a conversation uh, about a week ago with Manville coach Kevin Hall, and he he had a lot of really good things to say about Justin Medlock, a name to know there uh, at Manville. Finally, let's get to our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is a proud member of Team Tepper from the uh, twenty twenty uh, the the twenty twenty uh, recruit twenty twenty one recruiting draft uh, last week on this week in recruiting, and and a proud proud to have uh, Clayton Smith, the linebacker from Texas High, on my uh, on my team. He uh, he had of course a million and a half offers. He has narrowed that down to six. Texas, LSU, Florida State, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and Oregon. Sounds like he's going to wait until January at the All-American Bowl to, uh, to pull the trigger. But this is a guy who um, is, is a four-star prospect. He's, you've got him rated as a top outside linebacker in the state in class 2021. Uh, Clayton Smith is pretty special. Definitely. And I don't know if it's entirely fair to just call him an outside linebacker. He's one of these guys who can put his hand on the dirt, in the dirt and rush the passer as a defensive end. He's another one of these guys who's a, you know pretty much a pure edge rusher who can get after the quarterback and make a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage, uh, but he has great lateral ability as well. He can chase down running backs out into the flat. He runs really well. You can even see him here on offense doing some things with the football in his hand. He's a true talent at Texas High and one of these big-time national-level recruits. Of course, when you're rated within the top 10 prospects in the entire state of Texas, that really says 
all that you need to know about a player. Uh, Clayton Smith is very, very special. A lot of people think that this is going to come down to a battle between Texas and Oklahoma, and I agree with those people. I think that those are the two main schools in Clayton Smith's recruitment right now. You always have to keep an eye on programs like an LSU who's doing a really good job in the Lone Star State this year uh, in this cycle recruiting talent. Uh, but they did get an edge rusher already in Landon Jackson, so does that lead uh, to more credit to Texas and Oklahoma's efforts uh, behind recruiting the recruitment of Clayton Smith? We'll just have to wait because he's not going to announce until 2021 at the Adidas All-American Bowl in San Antonio, Texas. So uh, there's a long wait here for Clayton Smith as we try to figure out where he's going to be playing his college ball. A lot of a lot of talent out there in Texas, Texas can I know we spent a lot of uh, a lot of time talking about the the talent they've got at Pleasant Grove. Of course, Liberty Ilo always tends to put out some some big time players as well. You go up there to Northeast Texas, a lot of good talent up there. He is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D One Powers. Appreciate it, my friend, and let's do it again next week. Let's do it. There he is, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete joining us for this week in recruiting. Always appreciate his time. Sorry. People <clears> love <throat> the pause. People are all here for for the pause. It's this week. The delay. Cruton. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's big it's, fans. The thing is, when whenever we get back in the studio, um, then it's like we're going to make sure Powers and I are going to have to practice. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to have to make sure we, we get the timing right because – Look, you know, you want to make sure people remember what makes you, you. And so yeah. uh, anyway, we appreciate Greg Powers hopping on with us. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Let me get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. If you want the 2020 summer edition of Dale, Dave Campbell's Texas football mailed to you, the 400-page magazine. You guys remember this one, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing it again. Dif- different cover. But, like, we're doing it again. We're going to do a different magazine, like, for the 2020 season. Uh, if, if, if you like this magazine and you want this 400-page beast mailed to you before it hits newsstands, become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider today at texasfootball.com insider. And uh, I want to, you also get the recruiting edition mailed to you. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content, including podcasts and archives and recruiting stuff and premium stuff. Like right now, uh, Steph's starting his regional um, previews mm-hmm. um, yeah. for all, every region there. in the state. He's going region by region and, and, and predicting, giving his predictions for each one. If you want that, that comes with the insider package. But the, the key here is you got to use a promo code. What's that promo code, Pickle? Feed Texas. F E E D Texas. Yeah. I don't want to spell that out. Feed Texas. You will, if, if you use that promo code, we will donate $5 uh, to your local food bank uh, based on the shipping address. Um, mm-hmm. We will, or I don't know if it's shipping or billing. I think it's billing. I think it's billing. Based on the billing address, we'll take the zip code and we have a way of looking at the nearest food bank. Uh, to to that uh, to to where you live, and we will donate five dollars to your local food bank in your name if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider and use the promo code Feed Texas F E E D T E X A S. And 
you get the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Text Football mailed to you. You don't have to run around looking for it. You can it's just win-win. have it in your mailbox. It's a beautiful thing. So, it really is. Consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider today at texasfootball.com. Also consider checking out texasfootball.com today because mm-hmm. we stuff. are launching a new project that's going to last us over the next couple of weeks. It is... The Texas High School Football Mascot Madness presented by our friends at Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, the response for the stadium bracket has been overwhelming. The response for the helmet bracket helmet challenge. was overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to settle it on mascots. And let me and tell you, look, this one yeah. is fun. Like, I oh, yeah. enjoyed making these graphics because... There are mascots that you never would think that you would hear of. There was a couple I was genuinely surprised by. Right. So here's what we did. Uh, And it's very hard to narrow it down to 64 mascots because, again, there are more than 1,400 high schools in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. Here are the rules by which the, the selection committee went about putting together this bracket. Rule one, we went with UIL teams only. There are a lot of really good private school teams. We left out the Brownsville St. Joseph Bloodhounds. We left out the San Antonio Central Catholic Buttons. Uh, Victoria St. Joseph is the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Bullard Brookhill is the Guard. Um, a lot of really the Garland Christians, the Swordsmen. There's a lot of really good mascots in the private school ranks. But in order to start the narrowing process, we had to leave it just as UIL teams. Mm-hmm. We can certainly debate whether or not that's, you know, whether or not that's the right thing, but it was the decision we made. Okay. Right. Then we went through and we made sure that these teams are the only UIL teams with that mascot. Mm-hmm. So, um, for example, you will not obviously see like the Wildcats on here because yeah. there are multiple, multiple The Yellow wildcats. Jackets, the Panthers. The Yellow Jackets, right? Mm-hmm. You, you won't, but... What I think is interesting and what people may not realize is uh, this also means that there are a couple teams that you won't see. For example, you won't see the kangaroos on here because there are three kangaroos. Killeen, Weatherford, and Cress are all the kangaroos. You won't see the Lobos on here. So Cisco, blame Longview. Longview, blame Cisco. You will not see the buckaroos on here. Mm-hmm. Because there's Breckenridge and there's, oh geez, I'm putting my foot in my mouth on live internet broadcast. Who's the other Buckaroo? <laughs> What's new? A uh, Freer. Freer is the Buckaroo. There you go. So there are a couple of, for example, um, um, uh, Shahan Jayaraja. When I put the the bracket in our Slack chat, he was like, "You're not putting Alvin Shadow Creek in there? The Sharks?" And I go, "There are three Sharks. Sharks. Yep. Shadow Creek, Sabine Pass." And, um, oh my gosh, I'm doing it again. Who's the third <laughs> one? Um, the third shark is, uh, Alashis. Yes. Alashis is the sharks. Uh, there are two scorpions, Clint Horizon and Fort Worth South Hills are both the scorpions. So unfortunately there are some that got eliminated like that. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening there is that it narrows us down to about 80, mm-hmm. between 80 and 90. I can't remember. It was about 80 and 90, and at that point, we just made some really difficult cuts. For example, I would like to apologize to the to our friends in Fall City, but the mm-hmm. Beavers didn't make the cut. Right. Okay? I'm very sorry. 
Um, I would like to uh, apologize to our friends in Celeste because the Blue Devils did not make it. Um, There's a handful of others uh, that that didn't make it, and and I'm sorry. I would love to include all of them, but we had to narrow it down to 64. And so we did. We narrowed it down to 64, and you can see the bracket up there. Uh, It's the the Texas High School Football Mascot Madness presented by uh, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can see it. And and uh, pickle, I know you enjoyed going through and and making these graphics because mm-hmm. uh, I know you're a mascot hound. I am. I enjoy mascots. And and so we've got some some tasty first round matchups. For example, oh, yeah. uh, very excited about the Tom Bean Tomcats against the Grosbeck Goats. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, very excited about the uh, Progresso Red Ants against the Rotan Yellowhammers. I like the. Atlanta Rabbits versus the Texas City Stingeries. Yes, that's really good. Um, that that graphic just looked I cool. Think, <laughs> I think maybe one of the heaviest first-round matchups. Uh, you go down to the bottom of Region 2. Uh, the Coleman Blue Cats against the Robstown Cotton Pickers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, anyway, we one. narrowed it down to 64. The brackets, the voting will be on Facebook, uh, on, on, on our Facebook face. Uh, page facebook.com slash dave campbells um we're excited about it we are going to the first uh, the first round this will last through friday second round will start saturday and, and then we'll go on from there uh but vote for what you think should be named uh the uh the, the winner of the mascot madness presented by texas farm bureau insurance you can find that on our facebook page and on texasfootball.com I also liked the fact that like we put the logos on there and to see like obviously I would look and see what the names and the mascot of the school were before I and then I went and looked them up and it was funny to guess like what is that going to look like or is it going to be like the Flower Mound Marcus Marauders they just got the M as their logo Mm -hmm. but it's like are they going to make something out of it and some of them like the uh, the Bumblebees unbelievable logo River Academy like yeah. the logo itself whether you agree that bumblebee's a good mascot like the logo is awesome because it's an actual well, it's bee. why it's why i'm a fan another if you want to talk about from just a logo perspective mm-hmm. um you know right now we've got new Braunfels and el campo that's unicorns against rice birds the two rice birds elite, logo awesome. two elite not only mascots but logos mm-hmm. and uh, Grandview, of course, the zebras. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big one. Yep. Um, another one that I think is 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 really flying under the radar that I think could be a really fun first round matchup. Hereford, the White Faces against mm-hmm. the Sharpstown Apollos out of Houston. Another good. That is another one. Pretty awesome. On the logo side of it, the Austin High Maroons with the little maroon guy versus yeah. the El Paso El Dorado. The Aztecs logo is like yes. intense. Like, yeah. they spent a lot of it time is. on that. <laughs> yes. So make sure you vote uh, in the uh, Texas High School Football Mascot Madness presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance uh, right now on texasfootball.com. Voting is on Facebook, so make sure you check that out and vote for your favorite. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts? No. No final nope. thoughts. That's going to be for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers, the next level athlete, for being our guest. Crash and Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you Friday on Texas Football Today. <laughs>